Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, the 27th of September. Flyers back in action tonight. Preseason game number two tonight in New York against the Islanders. Probably see a pretty different roster. May see some of the some of the same guys, but may see a lot of new faces here. The Flyers did reduce their training camp roster size. Danny Briere announced yesterday the Flyers released Jonathan Falchon and defenseman Sam Sedley from their camp invites. Forward Denver Barkey was sent back to London of the Ontario Hockey League, and defenseman Carter Southern was sent to Portland of the Western Hockey League. Also, the Flyers' lone defenseman Oliver Bonk back to London of the OHL and uh, made some moves in that regard, reducing the size. Why is it termed for Denver Barkey that he was sent to London, the London Knights? And why was it said that the Flyers loaned Oliver Bonk to the London Knights? Well, because Oliver Bonk has signed his entry-level contract. It doesn't kick in yet, but that's the reason why he's alone and Denver Barkey was sent, just to clarify that little bit of business. Also, Flyers got another contract signed as well. They signed their goaltender from this year's draft, Carson Bjarnason, to a three-year entry-level contract. It's very similar to what they did with Bonk. It doesn't start yet. He is going back to junior. He is going to play out in the WHL this year. And Carson Bjarnason, I think he might be a guy that we could see possibly in tonight's game against the Islanders. So we'll see if he gets his first taste of NHL game action. Of course, he was in the scrimmages for the Flyers, but to put on the jersey, go through the warm-ups and an actual game, even though it's only a preseason game, is something that he can take something from and take back to junior with him. A lot of this, for, especially for young goaltenders, is a lot of learning about what it's like to face NHL talent, what it's like with those shots. And look, a lot of guys can shoot the puck hard, in the WHL or in the Ontario Hockey League or in the AHL. But guys in the NHL, they not only can shoot it hard, they can shoot it accurate, they can change their release points and disguise what they're trying to do. Carson Bjarnason's getting a good amount of data on what it's going to take to get to the NHL. It's a process for a goaltender, and these are very important and very important steps that he's taking along the route. You can't cut corners. Uh, He is raw. He's got... Some work to do in development to take place, but he signs a three-year entry-level contract. In this episode, though, let's get to our feature interview, because he's one of the guys that I've always enjoyed sitting down with from his rookie year. We actually talk about this because he's always been comfortable in conversation, whether it's off the air, not recording, or recording, even as a rookie, which is rare. I've been doing this a long time. A lot of times, young guys and rookies... They're really nervous when they get interviewed or they talk with the media. That was never the case with Travis Konechny. Always just relaxed and an open dialogue. And here's my open dialogue from training camp with Flyers winger Travis Konechny. Uh, Joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily, uh, we're back at camp and we're with Flyers winger Travis Konechny. How was the summer? It was good. Really good. Uh, Spent my time in Calgary, did uh, some golf, and other than that, uh, had a baby and just, you know, spent time at home. So you're ready to get back on the road and get some sleep. Yes, yeah, sleep, sleep would be ideal. Yeah, I know my wife would be jealous, but I'm looking forward to it. So two boys now, deep pair, or are you shooting for a full line? I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, having two, we're like bogged down right now. So it might look like a, a deep pair, but uh, 
I know if we go, if we if we uh, try for one more, I mean, we'll see what happens. The, the funny thing is, is two's not twice as hard; it's ten times as hard. Yeah, all of a sudden, right? yeah, it is crazy. It's, it's and then he's not even like three months yet, so I can't imagine. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Um, it's crazy. You're 26. You have two kids now. Yeah. What is like the whole settlement of life? I feel like it's like released you in a way. I've known you since you came into yeah, this yeah. thing at 18. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I, yeah, I, I love. Uh, my parents had kids young, so me and my wife had always planned that. And uh, for me, I just I think it's been great. I get to go home and escape the the noise of the season, and um, you know the good, the bad. Even today from camp, you know I can just go home and see my kids and my wife, and uh, come here tomorrow with a clear mindset and ready to go again. So. Crazy. You're coming up on 500 games in the league, too. You're yeah. 488. But let me ask you, because, you know, there's so many players here. 57 players are in camp. There's a lot of young guys. You know, I get asked all the time, you know, what's what's it like when new guys come into the league? And you're an outlier from when you came in. I remember vividly when you came in. A lot of guys, when I talk to them on the air, in between periods, whatever it is, are very nervous initially. I always say, TK pulled up a chair at 18 opened up a margarita and just sat down and we're totally chill. Do, yeah. do you talk to the guys about, you know, the elements that come with being a pro? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've tried to stress that, uh, just enjoy, you know, it's, it's, it's easy now to say it. Um, you know, like today's day at camp, sure. It's important, but in the long run, like if you made a mistake, let it go, who cares? Uh, if it's your first game, you mess something up, like just on to the next shift, enjoy it, you know, enjoy the dinner the night before, soak it all in. And um, that's kind of just how I approached it and try to like instill that is just like, if you overthink it, then you stress in, you know, you're nervous, like that's where the mistakes are going to happen. So just try to enjoy it, be a pro when you need to be a pro and, and uh, just soak it all up. See, the thing is, that's uh, the, the part about that. It's interesting. You know, I look at Cam York last year. He came in, didn't want to make mistakes, but then he's not being the player that exactly. got him yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in York, he's such a special player, uh, and you've seen it as he's he's grown and got more comfortable. Um, it's it's that's kind of the thing where you know you can get into that mindset of trying to play perfect, and that's where you're gonna make a lot of mistakes because you're you're trying so hard. I think if you just approach it the way that got you here, um, obviously most kids have things to clean up they have the junior habits and stuff but for the most part if you just do what got you here and work hard and compete it should be all right let me ask you about the dichotomy of your personality um you know on the ice you're very intense emotional but off the ice you're insanely laid back and chill um where did that come from and is there you know a cognizant switch in your head that you flip from tk off the ice to tk on the ice yeah i mean I don't know if it was I a, used some big words there. That yeah, was impressive. Yeah, I know. It was real nice. I mean, I, I think for me, it's just how maybe how I was raised just on the farm. Uh, you know, you do your work and then you sit around the, the porch and have a beer and just relax. So that's kind of the way I, I get out of, out of my gear off the ice. And now I'm just heading home to chill out and hang with my wife and my kids and probably regretting most of the stuff that I did on the ice feeling stupid because... You know, a lot of the, the guys I play against are friends or in camp, you know. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I usually am pretty laid back. I don't worry about a whole lot. There's an awesome – it's like a separation too, and I think that's me- very healthy mentally. But let me ask you about the return of Sean Couturier. You've played with him before, and obviously he's a big talking point going into this camp. But, you know, just getting him back for all the things he brings off the ice is great. Yeah. But what he brings on the ice – I've said this quite often that, 
you know, when AV was here in particular, that whenever AV was in the mood to change lines, there was a line outside his door to play with Coots because he relieves a lot of things that maybe aren't so glorious. Yeah, I mean, he is just the safety valve to, to anything. He's Predictable. Always, he is. He, you just know where he's going to be. He, he's There's not the one time where he's like, sorry, I was kind of cheating. or Like, he's just – like even if we're drawing up a play or something like – the fallback is if it doesn't go plan, like he's going to be in a good spot or whatever it may be. Um, and what I'm most excited for is seeing what Noah Cates did last year without Coots and seeing how Coots and because he like they're just very similar with stick on puck and positionally. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them interact and what Cates learns from him. Yeah, they're both those players you right have a lot of little detail in their yeah, game. Yeah, detail, good sticks, yeah. yeah. Uh, very important stuff. Um, coming into year two with John Tortorella, I mean, you, you last year, you know, you were benched in that game against San Jose early. The way you handled it, you went in, talked to him, and boy, you had a great year. First year, more than a point per game player, sixty-one points in sixty games. Coming into year two, you you know a lot more about Torts at this point in his career than you did last year. Mm-hmm. What kind of advantage does that bring to you mentally heading into the season? Uh, it's good, but I mean, I think also I know. The way Torts is is also good for me because I, I think at any given time, if I thought that I had a spot on the team that I earned and I had that from last year, that could be taken from me like with a split second, one decision on the ice, like he'll he'll rip that from you. So I think it's good to, you know, keep guys in check and and I think in my head the way I'm approaching camp is I have to earn that back. Like I don't I don't just come in and get my spot again, and uh, I'm just gonna continue to go through camp and just try to make sure that I, I'm in the same position I was last year. So earning situational play, earning power play exactly, yeah. is going to be something that is ongoing. It's not, hey, you did it once. It, exactly. Now it's yours in perpetuity. In. That's not the way that I think anyone's looking at it because he instills it in you and you truly do believe that like, you don't just get that. It's you got to uh, earn that. Um, your name was out there in some trade rumors this offseason. Um, you're not oblivious to it. How do you handle hearing your name out there? you got two kids now. It's not just simple as, hey, TK's going to get up and go somewhere else and grab a new apartment. It doesn't yeah. work that way anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way I look at it is it's part of the business, and um, there's really nothing you can do. So I just – Why uh, about it? Yeah, I just uh, – at that point, it's like if, you know, if I had – uh, got a call then I got a call and just hope that nothing happens and uh you know nothing did happen so I was uh ended up being right and uh I mean I'd also spoken to um some of the staff too over the summer so I had kind of known that some of the stuff that was out there may not be as true as some were saying but I mean uh it is what it is um let me ask you the last thing about leadership because I'm always fascinated with this discussion. It always seems like it's a huge talking point amongst fans. To me, it's the captain's important, but leadership in, in this team sport is never one man. It's a group. And I, you and I have talked about this before. When G left, this isn't anything against G, but there was a void and, and a vacuum that could be filled with new leadership. Yeah. You, you've been a guy that's worn a letter at every level. Talk about being a leader 26 years old now, a lot of young guys here, what that is like for you and stepping into that void. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited now because I do feel like um, there's an opportunity for me uh, to lead a little bit. And I've said to plenty of people, it's not like I'm not yelling in the room. I'm not, you know, I may talk on the bench a little bit, but for me, it's more, um, you know, scrimmage today. Like I was 
right away body contact trying to like set the tone for camp that it's not going to be easy and um that's how I try to approach it is uh you know lead by example just by effort because uh, I'm not a big like, I can talk here off and have fun all day but when it's in a big group setting I'm not the guy who's going to stand up and not the rah-rah guy yeah I'm not going to say anything unless I'm joking around in front of the team but like if it's like a serious no where everyone's attention's on you I just tend to like let someone else have that yeah. sometimes the joking though is important that is leadership because it can cut tension a yeah, lot of time, and yeah. you need that and I do try to keep it light yeah I try to keep it fairly light so I'll have to go uh joke around with Forey today after he laid me out yeah now was that an intentional hit or was that just a collision i i hope it was intentional because it was a good open nice body check i mean i think it was intentional i think i cut to the middle and and uh he didn't try to lay me out but he stepped in my way so i i think it was intentional which i mean like i said in in the media over there like i would have done the exact same thing yeah you appreciate that's that's being a competitor and competing for space tk awesome to see you man um I'm so looking forward to your season. It's such a great year last year to build on it and keep going and grab more of that leadership. And I think that you're just becoming more and more of the prime citizen here too, which is, I think, is a great thing. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the year. Always great to catch up with TK. 26 years of age, couple of kids. And I do believe that he's going to take a bigger bite again this year of that leadership apple. Saw it when Claude Giroux was traded. Saw it some last year. I think he's looking for a little more leadership as well, and I think that's a good thing to have Travis connecting as part of your leadership group. Had a great year last year, more than a point-per-game player. We'll see if he can repeat the task coming up this year, and the Flyers will be back in action tonight, preseason game number two. We'll break that down tomorrow, and we'll give you Owen Tippett, my conversation with another Flyers right winger, Owen Tippett, in tomorrow's episode. So everybody, enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand-new Flyers Daily.